On this episode of AV Week, we are live from the show floor of Cedia Expo 2015. New Cedia head Ben Bruno joins us, John Siaka, Rich Fergoza, Matt Scott, Victoria Ferrari, Jennifer Willard, and a host of others. We're going to talk about 4K, home automation, Dolby Atmos, and everything we saw at Cedia Expo 2015. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. AV Week is brought to you by our fine group of underwriters, companies like Draper. This is AV Week. Episode 217, recorded Friday, October 16th, 2015. Live from Cedia 2015. Ready. AV, AV Week. Performing scan. Week. Online. This is AV Week. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. We are live on the show floor of the Cedia Expo 2015. Uh, if you can see the shot behind us, it says Beer Garden. We have not imbibed as of yet, but <laughs> Uncle Richie's here, so anything can happen. Rich Fergoza <laughs> from Fergoza Designs. How are you, sir? Very, very good. Enjoying good. it. Enjoying my AV Tweeps time. Yeah. Now, and my AV Nation time. Good show? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, it it's today. I'm feeling the vibrancy um, that it was. It was uh, it it's uh, what was the word that somebody was using the other day? Is there there's significant relevance being mm. at the show? Okay, mm-hmm. I, I like that word. Uh, also with us is Jennifer Willard um, from JW. Uh, I almost said JW Designs. JTS. JTS Technologies. Yeah. So great. how are you? Women in AV. Excellent. Yeah. How are you? This is our first Good. year here with. Uh, Women in AV, so yeah. my first CD show. I'm uh, from the commercial side, so it's really exciting. I'm like just jazzed to see the similarities and then also just the uniqueness of the consumer electronics side that you don't get to see at an Infocom or anything. So I'm just taking it all in and having a great time here with uh, ITDRC, which is CDA's charity partner this year, yeah. and they do the information disaster recovery as well. So come check out our bus. Yeah, I w- we're going to get more into the into the commercial, into the residential, because both you and and Victoria Ferrari are here. And last but not least, holy cow, <laughs> Ben Bruno, how are you, sir? Tim, I'm great. Happy and to be here. I, it's it's kind of hard to say, you know, Ben Bruno, not not to say Ben Bruno from Crestron. This is the new CEO, the head honcho of of Cedia. So good guys. good time. Uh, it's great. Uh, I'm so happy uh, to be CDA's CEO. Uh, very confident of uh, the things that we're going to build from on this organiz- organization. We have a great foundation. Um, this show has been energetic. And I've only been the CEO for two weeks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's not a whole lot in the world of AV that you could consider breaking news, right? Let's be honest. You know, the, you have a manufacturer. You kind of know when when certain product cycles are going on and um, you know stuff like that. But it's a it's a it's a Friday morning, and I get a tweet. I think it's from Julie Jacobson actually, <laughs> that said, "Oh my gosh, Ben Bruno is the new CEO." Yes. And I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome." And when I saw you yesterday, I, I'm, I'm seriously I could not be happier for you. I could not be happier for Cedia. I think it was an incredible choice. 
Uh, I, I don't know the you know the ten thousand people you went up against, so I'm sure they're fine people. Yes. But very <laughs> happy for you, and, and very good job for them. So, and, and I'm very happy for our industry. You know, I, I've served this channel for 31 years. Uh, this is my fourth job in the 31 years. Never been outside the channel, and that's longer than CD has even been in existence. No. And uh, I'm, I'm happy to say, this company right here, the gaffer tape that I'm holding, yeah. Technec, I founded this company in partnership with uh, Mark Bronstein of Tower Products, and uh, this is a successful distribution company serving this channel today and uh, awesome. it's kind of cool to see. You found a Technic? <laughs> I did. Did you know that? I no. didn't know that either. Can we ask how many years ago? Uh, 1992. Excellent. So that was like, what, five years ago? <laughs> <laughs> when uh, you were 25? It was a piece of trivia. That's when he I graduated. He always holds on to these stories. It, and just yeah. drops them well, right yeah. there. It's like the ultimate mic drop <laughs> half the time with Vinny. He's like, and? Let me ask you, is this a prop? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, it's what I used to gaff. I horribly gaffed the <laughs> cables here, but I gaffed them nonetheless. That's my favorite gaff tape, I'm not kidding, and it's let not me, a commercial. Let me tell you how, how this channel, you know, how good this channel is. You know, when I go around, uh, you know, to visit our, our dealers, which is what we referred to them uh, at the time, you know, the, the best guys would be so happy with the visit, they would never let me leave without paying for the trip, right? And the trip, the order that would come to me would be for a box, a case of gaffer tape, yeah. a tripod, you know, so whatever it is that that was needed that day for whatever that project is. These dealers have moved from being dealers uh, in broadcast, in some commercial work, to uh, integrating the most beautiful homes in the world today. Yeah. Right. And I've known them for all 31 years. So with that said, you know, I, I, I look back at you know, my purpose, and my purpose has always been to support the sales effort. And I bring to Cedia you know, the energy to facilitate the success of our channel. And uh, that's what I've done, and that's what I will continue to do. All right, well, let, let's, let, let's not dive, I don't want you to give me your entire presentation, but, but dive into that for a bit. I mean, you, you're new CEO, there's going to be lots of energy, lots of excitement, I'm sure lots of meetings. Mm -hmm. um, what is your kind of roadmap for the next few years for Cedia? Well, for one, it starts uh, with the organization itself. You know, we're 42 people strong. You know, we're located in Indianapolis. We, we, we'll put together, you know, core values for success. Uh, one of the things that are very important to me, the way I've always, you know, uh, done my work throughout my career, is uh, we member engagement. If a, if a member contacts us, okay, by phone, by email, by text, it's the most important thing to do. So I asked the staff, make sure that you don't end your day until at the very least you've returned every single phone call, every single email. There's nothing more important to me uh, than member engagement, than taking care of the member, even if you don't have the answer. And even if it's 11.59 p.m., make sure that day you get back to whatever the request was. Uh, we're going to take our facility and you know me, I built out, uh, built out a Crestron, our experience centers and design showrooms, and we're going to create sort of an experience center uh, in our facility because our staff, every one of them, they're great people. For them to do what they did to put together this show is incredible, the, the, the details. They want to be better, and to me, I've identified better as being well-versed in the technology we represent. So. 
manufacturers will be involved to provide us with the to provide us with the installed equipment. So if we have uh, you know Savant providing the controls for the kitchen, they will become the Savant kitchen. They will be responsible to come in, build out the room, uh, teach our commission the room, teach our employees how to use the room, and then they'll also be responsible for updating it, repairing it when necessary, and then we'll go room to room. We have a conference room, and, and the conference room might be powered by uh, Crestron's unified communication so that we have uh, the ability to, to, to collaborate all over the world with their equipment. That room will be called the Crestron unified communications room. So uh, it starts in-house. Now, I've, my roadmap is pretty wide, right? Because it includes you know, new member categories, yeah. it includes partnerships with press, it includes uh, this show, okay, and ISE, because we're 50% owners of ISE. Uh, it's extensive. We would need a lot of time, and I'll be happy to send to you uh, the five-year roadmap that I, I produced and presented uh, that got me into this position. Excellent. All right, uh, you have any questions for, for Vin? I'm just... I'm still just glad Vinny's here. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm like, Vin, just do the whole show. I just want to listen. <laughs> I just want to listen. He's busy. <laughs> so I'm trying to get him out of here so Olivia doesn't shoot me. So, All right, uh, well, But actually, I, I do yeah. have a question. What, what has been the biggest surprise for you in this position at, at, at CD in terms of like with your membership? What are, what are you finding that... Because obviously everybody's coming up and talking to you and congratulating everything else. What 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 are you hearing from the dealers as as you're getting the opportunity to see them right now? Uh, well, I, I've been well received. I mean, the the congratulations that I've received, uh, you know, they're very moving. Um, so, at the same time, you know, uh, we have a, our work cut out for us uh, at Cedia. You know, it, it's been several years since there's been a CEO in in position. So. Um, as such, uh, there's a lot of work to do. My, my biggest surprise uh, was how, uh, how amazing our staff is. I mean, in terms of you know, competence, confidence, and caring, they have those three C's for success. Yeah. Um, like I said, the coolness with which they approach this show in such short period of time, uh, I, I can't say enough about how happy I am working with them. I have a uh, chief operating officer, Tabitha O'Connor. She's a CPA, she's brilliant. I'm gonna be working with her to help reorganizing uh, the association such that I get sales, marketing, my favorite, technology, because we gotta get in front of our um, manufacturers. Uh, anything that they, that, that they have in the pipeline for new technology, we have to be ahead of it so that uh, we can write the curriculum in advance of that product technology being launched and we'll educate our members. So our members have embraced me and, and welcomed me with open arms. Some of the, uh, the, the members from uh, the 90s that have been closely involved with Cedia, you know, they, they have some concerns. They expressed those concerns. I listened, you know, with open arms I accepted everything uh, and then I, I informed that we will move on from here see now you vented and I've, I'm listened and I've taken note but we're going to move forward with this plan and I know that you'll be happy with it 
Very cool. All right, Vin Bruno, new CEO of, of, of Cedia. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You've got a busy show, so go ahead and, and have your go. Thank oh. you very much for Thank having me. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. All right, so here, here's the thing. That, that was, that's freaking cool. Um, Richie, the first time, and we'll, we'll, this is kind of the, what we do for, for with these shows, is absolutely. The fact that, that John Siaka is gracing our presence is just incredible. <laughs> Although, as, as, as we, I was no, mentioning to John earlier in his rider, he, he tried to hand over his rider saying that we cannot look him directly in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> well, we can't. He's like seven foot tall. <laughs> know, right. he, he, he has an interpreter who we will speak to who will then convey and that's Matt to Scott. Mr. Siaka. And I'm, I'm going to use a royal we. If that's <laughs> or refer to yourself in the third person. Yes, myself. <laughs> yeah. uh, so what are you seeing that's, if, first of all, have your, have your socks been knocked off at all or is this, we talked about this last night on the on the uh, little uh, kind of a daily wrap up. Incremental changes for this year. What what are those incremental changes? Um, it, I, I mean, obviously the the big push we're seeing is 4K. I, that's that's just kind of obvious at this point. Um, the introduction of some kind of commercial-ish views entering into the residential the residential side, seeing a lot more like video tiling. Mm. Um, uh, a lot more multi-monitor, it's, you know, it, it's taking the technology and leveraging the technology that's already out there with accessory pieces where I, I, I saw one manufacturer, which again, it was, it was really neat, is that they were dealing with a legacy solution. Uh, houses built before Cat5, they were building um, an HDMI via coax tap distribution, mm -hmm. you know, and again, it's like you start thinking about those things, it's like HDMI and 4K and all these things are fantastic if you're in a room, but what happens if you're in a house that was built prior to 1995, you know, or 92 or in the 70s, and people don't want to gut the place, or they don't want to go to the expense, or, you know, these systems are cost prohibitive because it requires a whole new wiring structure. Yeah. Um, definitely the um, expansion of, wi of wireless to devices, a lot of the Zigbee stuff, a lot of the uh, Z-Wave, sorry, Z-Wave, um, and uh, you know, it, 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 for me, it's kind of the show of accessories. It's all the stuff to help you get 4K, all the stuff to help you get different layers of control. All the controlling manufacturers are, are refining. I think they're they're hitting their stride with mobile right now. That's what I'm starting to see is that they're starting, they're embracing it now, okay, um, to the point where it's not a competition. It's not cannibalizing, you know, the traditional keypad touch panel sales. It's now part of their ecosystem and, and they've, they've, uh, they've, they've embraced it and now they're promoting it and they're working with it and they're saying this is, this is definitely part of your digital lifestyle. Yeah, it has to be, has to be. Mr. Siaka, how are you, sir? I'm good. I'm not sure that we've ever actually met in person, we, have we? I think last year at Cedia once or let's, twice. Let's, let's fix it. How are you? How are you doing? John, I'm John. I'm, I'm Tim <laughs> Albright. Uh, we've, we've talked on the phone a number of times. John, and, and I'm Jennifer Willard. Hi, I'm, sorry, I'm still John. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Rich Fergoza. Um, doctor, doctor. So, for somebody who's not ever met you, or, or I can't <laughs> imagine, I, I can't imagine someone who's never read you because I, I don't know that anybody short of, of Shakespeare writes more than you. <laughs> um, tell people why do you come to the show? Well, I was just talking to uh, Victoria over there. I this is such a huge part of my life. I mean, I have a huge passion for this stuff personally. Um, we have a, a nice home theater. We watch movies at home four nights a week. Um, we have you know, all the automation in our own house. I am partners with an integration company, so I have a 40 hour a week day job where I'm selling, installing, integrating this stuff, and then I write about it for a variety of publications. So like really, Cedia is like such a huge part of like my every waking minute life. And um, every year, it's like I come back here, 
I see more people that I know or that I've met, um, new companies, companies that I've followed for years. And so, I mean, I just, I love this show. I'm just a huge CDA fanboy. I mean, it's the one show I really look forward to every year in a way that I don't look forward to any of the other shows. Like, there's the kind of dread about CES, but there's the excitement of CDA. And um, I just, you know, I love it. I like how it just boils down the stuff to everything that I'm interested in. No refrigerators, no cell phones. Yeah. Just the cool stuff. Just the cool stuff. So what, what's some of the cool stuff you've seen? Well, um, if you followed any of my writing, I mean, I've, I've been talking a lot about um, immersive audio, specifically Dolby Atmos. I've been following Atmos for a long time, and I think I've reviewed every Atmos movie that's come out on Blu-ray disc so far. Um, so that's a really interest to me, and it's like, you know, what I noticed from last year to this year is so many more manufacturers showing it, so much more content. You know, we're getting DTS and their X format on board now, Oro 3D, and that's becoming less of a one-off thing. And like now it's like, hey, this is the new standard. You need to be selling this, even at like, you know, I think Denon has it down under $500 in Atmos receiver. Um, so it's one of those things, I think it's a very experiential thing that clients have to see it, hear it, like, oh my gosh, why would I want the other when I could have this? Because it's so much better. Um, so that to me it w is good. And, and like um, Rich was saying, at CDL last year, there was no real solution for 4K. Um, even like point to point, like, you know, you couldn't go through a receiver um, to a TV. And so now almost everything is HDCP 2.2 compliant. Um, all of the distribution is compliant. You know, you have the way now of bringing in this next generation video format and, and making it work in the way that these that we always do. So, and also very cool too. Like you know, we're having seen 4K sources here at the show. Kaleidoscape with our new Strato player, yep. really cool. Uh, at the higher end, even than Kaleidoscape, Prima Cinema is showing 4K um, theatrical content. Um, I will say I'm I'm really disappointed that there's not a 4K Blu-ray player here. Um, I was expecting we were going to see one. Um, keep keep waiting. Brother. If it's here, man, you know, I got <laughs> to no, tell me where keep, it is. I'm keep gonna waiting, brother. Um, it's, uh, yeah. So I think you know again as as a retailer, um, people are always asking why why buy this 4K TV? What can I see? And you know beyond the story of the upscaling, it's going to make everything you watch look great. People want to be watching native content, and I think you know we're we're going to be able to start telling that story in in, in a way now. Yeah, absolutely. Jennifer, as, as someone who has, has well, you, you came from, from court, right? Uh, you, you know, the, the courtroom system. Um, compare that and compare your experience at, at Infocom or some of the more commercial world shows to this show. Well, I actually, I was very interested to see what would compare to be similar and then also what I would find that would be very different. And just generally in the industries themselves, not just the show here. So I've just been pretty surprised by a lot of things. But I was really surprised having no idea how big you know, the Crestron booth would be. I mean, you see them at the Infocoms. I've noticed and compared the different sizes of what I've noticed at Infocom from some of the bigger players and how they sort of represent themselves here. So you've got Crestron, which is you know, coming out as you would expect them to yep. at an Infocom in a residential consumer market is a bit of a surprise to me. I really didn't, I should have known better. It is Crestron, <laughs> it is they Crestron. do like, you know, do everything, so I shouldn't be that surprised, but um, I was a little bit, and then you see Christie, who's here. I mean, knowing the Christie booth and the size, I mean, talk about having its own city in Infocom, and all they have here is a little screen room. I guess that last year they had a big booth here as well, but this year, when I was talking to them, they decided to, you know, to kind of downsize. They still offer their technology, and they're still offering the same things, but um, I think that that's been a little bit of an interest to me, you know, Stampede and having the drones. So, 
even comparing, here, even here at residential. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then comparing the types of things that they are looking at doing the drones for is a little bit different here than they would be at Infocom. Infocom is more of like sort of the disaster and then the larger scale commercial and the sporting events and, and those types of things. And here it's it's more about like your homes and like you know doing like area surveillance and things like yeah. that and, and mapping in 3D. So I've, I've been interested to see the different types of offerings that companies that I wouldn't have necessarily expected to have such a presence in the residential market have that. And then on the other hand, it's also when I look, I mean just saying with the automation, companies like Savant, um, I think it's RCI. You know, I understand that there's, you know, certain companies that are very large in the residential that have tried to make some moves into the commercial, but for the most part, they kind of stay in their own sandboxes and they don't necessarily cross paths with each other. Um, but I've been really surprised seeing so many different automation companies. Like, I mean, there's, you know, some of the smaller little booths that you have around here, just companies you would, like, IP control or just different companies that, I didn't realize that there were so many companies into automation and control systems. Yeah. And so I, maybe I missed it, that whole thing at Infocom, but at Infocom you really have some of the larger players. It's, it's a pretty set box of consistency of who you expect to see, whereas here it seems that there's much more diversity of what you're going to see from different like products that you have in it. So that's been a little bit of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, Richie, why is that? I mean, because she's right, you don't see all of the different the multitude of players at Infocom when it comes to control? Um, you know, I think the, the smaller control companies, because you are dealing in the residence, you have the ability to be a bit more nimble in terms of the, the control itself, because you still do have a lot of infrared control devices. You still have devices that are in the living room itself that, you, you know, the, the control company that's controlling the living room, the smaller one may not want to put as much effort when trying to deal with the video conferencing room or the huddle room. I mean, it's a completely different animal at that point, yeah. just from the communication and the controls and the, you know, and, and uh, you know, in, in, in the commercial spectrum, it, it is a little bit more enmeshed. You're dealing with consultants who are specifying. So again, it, on, the control, on the control side for commercial, you, you're getting either uh, consultant or bid spec, and so it's already coming top down. So they've got, they've already got the um, the uh, partnerships and the arrangements and the comfort with it. Whereas with residential, you're dealing with the end user, you're dealing with the consumer. So you have the flexibility of um, people's different personalities, and, and, and you're in the home. And I find it just for that reason, people treat their work far differently than they treat their home. And they do have a layer of comfort and and um, it, 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 they get excited about different things. So I think that's where it opens up. Mm. Um, and cost, too. Yeah. I mean, there you can find some lower cost solutions on the residential side because you're not having to necessarily deal with um, a lot of the challenges that you'll run across in the commercial spectrum. Mm. Very good. And I have, a, I have a question, mm -hmm. if you don't mind, yeah. and this is to, to John and Rich because you guys have been here so much. One of the things that, I don't know if I'm right or not, but I notice even the attendees here are a lot different than you would expect to get at Infocom. Oh, yes. I mean, it's all integrators, it's all installers. Like I've never been to Infocom, so I can't comment <laughs> on it. <laughs> no, we're trying, yeah. we're trying, we're like, we'll do that one day. But it's just, I, I notice that more people here that are attending and, and for CDS show is for integrators. This is definitely for us, by us. Yeah. I mean, it, the, you know, this is geared not to an end user at all. I mean, it's like you've got the guy talking to the installer, the technician, and like, 
they can come here and get that level of information they need. Like, you know, they don't have to wade through service and support. They can get right to the guy that they need to talk to. So that's one of the great things about the show is the access to, to get the information to that one-off problem that you've run into and can't get an answer to. Yes, absolutely. And, and I think absolutely with, with commercial, I mean, you're dealing with the technology managers, you're dealing with a, a different layers, mm -hmm. again, within the work as opposed with the home. And, and here, because also a lot of the integrators are, tend to be smaller companies, not always, but mm -hmm. you have smaller companies, you're dealing with the principles of the company, you're dealing with their installation team, whereas at Infocom, you may have a management layer, that may not be a show where you bring your technicians. Um, so that, that that what John was saying exactly is the access here. It's it's we do have. I you wrote the John wrote a great piece about finding the guy or that guy, right? Um, <laughs> or gal, or, or gal, gal. <laughs> person, technical person. Um, that is, it, I think, summed up what Cedia really is about. It's the ability for us, by us, to be able to help one another, and it's. Yeah, I mean, it's still the, the trade organization and the sales and everything that goes on, but it is about us as an industry, not necessarily the layers of the manufacturers pushing out their message. We're, we're, we're definitely more focused on how can we make this work together. And I'll say something else that's kind of cool on that. Sometimes the contacts you make here have nothing to do with a manufacturer. I mean, it might be another installer that you meet who lives on the other side of the country who can help you out with, you know, I know Rich has met people who started, you started doing work with. Yeah. And it's like, you know, work for Rich, but a, a great resource for the, for the people. So, um, just the access to people who have maybe been doing it longer, doing it different, doing it better maybe, you can, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants here, and that's the thing, that so everybody, there's not a sense of I'm not going to tell you this because you might, you know, run me out of business. It's like. You know, we're all kind of, unless you like you know, live next door to me. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, you know, for most of it, it's, it's a- From Myrtle Beach. It's, yeah, <laughs> in which case, you know, stay home. <laughs> um, but it's a really complimentary type type industry and atmosphere here. It is. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's very collaborative. I like that. All right, I'll let you guys get back to the show floor. John Siaka, yeah. thank you, sir. How can people find you or get a hold of you or Lots follow you? Lots of ways. Um, I'm on Twitter, Siaka Tweets. Um, if you like to read about beer, Siaka drinks. I do. No, no, no. I, 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 appreciate, the I appreciate the craft beer uh, uh, recommendations. So. so excellent. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. And Jennifer Willard, how can people find you? Uh, they can go to Women in AV. Um, that's an easy way to find the Women in AV there. Um, also, they can go to J.H. Willard, so they can find me there. Right. And then also, one other thing, if we can, um, as I mentioned, ITDRC is here this uh, this year as uh, CDS charity partner. And so, um, one of the things that they're doing is that instead of having to you know, don't, uh, ship your equipment and your gear from the show back, you can go ahead and you can donate to, to them Excellent. and it goes to the disaster recovery thing. So we're really excited about that. Awesome. So itdrc.org. All right, very good. Thanks. And Uncle Richie, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me here. You can find me on the Twitters uh, at rfergosa. And right now, live, you can find me on cepro.com as I am sending my daily updates, uh, musings, photos, and uh, booth videos. So uh, check us out at cepro.com. I'm, I'm here in my in my press capacity <laughs> at the moment. Good, so. yeah, I, I like your press stuff. So, all right, we're going to get another group here Alrighty. and we'll be right back. All right, here we go, uh, continuing again. Uh, we have Terry Coffee from, uh, from Draper. If you Hello. follow uh, Draper and you've noticed their memes, he's the reason why. <laughs> 
No, I accept no blame. Um, dude, you've you've been killing it. Absolutely. Oh well, thank you. Uh, I, th I think they're very funny. If you've, you you know what memes are, little pictures, and, and Terry's been taking them and and putting a Draper spin on them, and, and they're, they've been very good. So. Oh well, good. well, thanks. I'm glad you've enjoyed them. Absolutely. Uh, also with us is uh, Rebecca Villarreal uh, from Middle Atlantic. How are you? I'm great, Tim. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about both of you guys' booth and, and underwriting here in a second. Uh, and my, my buddy Steve, Steve Greenblatt from uh, Control Concepts. How are you? Doing great. How about you? Good. 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 Um, so let's actually talk about booths for a second. It, it's, it's kind of odd, I know. But um, walking in yesterday, the first mic, first impression of the show, right? Um, I think it was Matt Scott and, and Victoria Ferrari, who you'll see here in a second. And we walk in. And we're like, there's this this giant like open air kind of IKEA feeling like you know hardwood floor booth. It's got this stuff. I'm like, well, that's kind of neat, you know. It's just kind of you know, very cool. And so, oh, wait a minute, that's Legrand's. That's Becky's booth. Holy Indeed cow! It <laughs> it's that's impressive. Well, thank you. It's, it's very um, nice. yeah. Oh, thank you so much. It's, uh, it was just a nice opportunity for us to take a different approach to the Legrand booth since uh, you know, we have four different product lines and brands in the booth together. So uh, we just wanted um, kind of a centralized theme around all the great stuff that we do and it's really designed to be better. Yeah. So and, and we wanted to try to put that into its physical form too, designed to be open and welcoming and really foster a lot of really great conversations and so far it's done a pretty decent job of and, that, and so. integrating all your different products too I mean because the, there was there's they're showing a, um, an accessory rack basically I mean not it's not an accessory rack but it's it's rack accessories that have different um, uh, different uh, depths of, of racks and stuff like that and you're using cable c2g products in that so you're showing how your different your product lines kind of work together we are yeah we try to do this as best we can um, and, and you know again it's it's sometimes there's a really great direct correlation like when we can show a you know a c2g extender on one of our mounting plates um, and sometimes it's a it's a little bit more um, conceptual in in what it does but again you know we're all kind of trying to, to provide a better experience for our our integrator partners so yeah. it's kind of it all kind of works well together it does it does and, and Terry Drapers is you guys started this correct me if I'm wrong two or three years ago where you started making your booth yeah that's correct it was uh, um, Infocom uh, year before last year last year, year. And so, what? And when I say that, it's not that you know Becky didn't have a hand in, in hand sanding the fine hardwood. Know? <laughs> I said you did. I'm saying you did. <laughs> but you, you guys have a fabrication arm uh, of Draper, and right. yeah, we're manufacturers. So yeah, we we have metal cutting stuff and lasers and uh, all that stuff. Yeah. And so your <laughs> booth with all the cool little Draper cutouts and everything, and, and not only were you you did you do that to highlight the fact that hey, we can do this. That's a product line for you guys, right? Uh, well, uh, we wouldn't. I mean, we don't build booths for people. No, no, no. I, but but, but the the laser cutting and the right. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. That's part of the uh, um, part. We do a lot of our own. We build a lot of our own manufacturing in, and we so we uh, things like uh, the plenums for our lifts and uh, things like that. You know, we have the capa uh, capability to uh, do all that ourselves. All the cutting, all the drilling, punching. And uh, and that helps us uh, because we do uh, custom stuff, and so that, that lets us. Uh, it's it's not always going to be as fine as that. If you get by our booth and you you see all the the, the skyline and all that, it's really neat. Uh, so it's not always going to be something like that, but it, it does. It highlights that we have the ability to work with you um, and, and customize uh, what you need. So J just so you know, you probably should get into the booth building business because <laughs> they're not cheap. <coughs> well, are th are they? No comment. <laughs> 
yeah, there are some things we, I mean, we get printed out, but yeah, yeah. yeah we designed it all and uh, and uh, fabricated it, uh, powder coated it, everything. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, Mr. Greenblatt, um, I've asked, I'm not going to ask the, exhibi the exhibitors why they come, that, you know, they come to, to meet with their dealers and stuff. Why do you come? There's a couple of reasons. I mean, one, uh, you see a lot of the same people that you see at other shows, uh, so it, it's important to be able to, to continue that conversation. And, and a, long, a lot of time goes, if you just go to an Infocom or a Cedia, but going to both, at least you, you have uh, some break or, or a, an opportunity, I guess, to see a lot of the same people, even if the conversations may not be centered around residential per se or commercial you know there, there's a lot of the same people so it's important to uh, I think show your face but also be able to have the opportunity to see people again uh, but but pro the, the main reason for me is that I wanted to come to see what technology is being shown to people uh, to, to consumers to that people are going to have in their house that they may be looking for in the boardroom and and you know that it, it kind of sets the uh, sets the tone and set, sets the precedent and and uh, I think think especially uh, you know we've been having a lot of conversations about millennials and and the the idea that the technology is going to be expected in the boardroom and and we need to be able to to have a, a synergy. It's the same user. Yeah. Nice. So uh, that that that's a good part of it for me. But but it's also uh, you know I. I come to talk to manufacturers as well. We do so, some uh, development with them. So the, there's uh, uh, select manufacturers that we see primarily at Acedia that we wouldn't necessarily see at Infocom. So uh, th those, are, those are the two ma main, uh, main drivers for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Becky, talk about uh, just kind of how Acedia has, has evolved over the last few years. Uh, we started the show out talking to Vin Bruno, right? And I, I can't. I, I've said this a lot on the show. I've said that to him personally. I'm really excited about Vin coming over to CD. I really am. I've known him for a lot of years. He did a great job at, at, at Crestron. An incredible guy. Just, just you know, human being type level. And and that's kind of, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's, it's one of the things where you go, that's awesome for him, right? It, that's one of those things. But, you know, as CDA has kind of grown and evolved and, and the show, not only the show, but also the, the organization, you know, are you seeing the same type of people since, you know, two or three years ago? Or is it, has it evolved? Or is it, you know, it, it is what it is and, and we, we keep going? Um, you know, I, well, I think we're seeing more of the people who mm. have been here for a little bit. So when, when you talk about how it's evolving, I think that um, people are communicating a little bit differently now than they were before. So you take somebody like Vin, who by the way, we, we joked last year about how you had a panel full of Jersey people, uh, and that's <laughs> not the case right now, but you have to be happy for a Jersey guy moving forward oh, yeah. with, with um, something like that. So that was really cool from that perspective. But um, no, you know, he's, he's known to be very active in the social space, and that's given him a great opportunity to, to grow and, and meet other people in the industry, and vice versa, to get to know him, and, and through him, the Crestron brand, if well, who doesn't know the Crestron? Yeah. But that's... Um, who? But I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small company. Don't worry about it. They're in, Jer okay. they're in Jersey. Okay. You know, but, but to that point, I think a lot of people are, they're, they're consuming news differently. They're turning to things like, you know, grassroots effort, like AV Nation to really know, uh, you know, what's going on. And 
I think we're listening to each other a lot, a lot more now. So yeah, I mean, it's evolving in a way where maybe the faces aren't totally changing, but we're seeing more of each other and talking mm. more with each other, and I, I, I like that. Very cool, yeah. it, uh, it, Terry. I'm, I'm going to pick on you and then back to Becky real quick about that. She mentioned the the grassroots and and you you two, not you two personally, but but Draper and Middle Atlantic were one of the first uh, underwriters that that Aviation had you know six months ago. Uh, so so thank you guys. Um, and, and this is a little, little self-serving, but why? <laughs> you know, why why do that? Yeah. Why not? No, um, because uh, you're performing a, an important service. Uh, I uh, I come from a media background. I was in public broadcasting. I was a public radio journalist for several years, and so I appreciate uh, that. And I think we as a company appreciate um, that approach. Um, grassroots is one. Word f is is a term for it, but it's uh, you can also see it as a, as a bottom up kind of thing. Yeah. Um, as opposed to, uh, and I'm not saying I'm not saying anybody is like this necessarily, but instead of saying, well, here's what we decide that we're going to talk about and what the industry is going to talk about, um, whereas you guys are you're on the ground, you're you know uh, what people uh, want to talk about and and what's going on, and that helps a lot, and it's and it's very personal experience and today more than ever um, in all of our communications uh, professionally personally it, it's all about being personal and in touch with one another yeah absolutely yeah t terry and i have have, have our, our radio background so yeah he's old in, in, not in pr but public radio so <laughs> becky same thing for you uh been atlantic you know big company um and and helping us out so thank you um but but why uh, well, I mean, just just playing off the the, the people aspect, I, I agree 150%. It's, you know, when when you come to an event like Cedia, it gives you an opportunity to see people and talk face to face and and talk about what they're seeing and 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 what we're understanding, what's coming, um, wh what's exciting everybody. And I think what you're able to do is capture that a little bit on a week to week basis with that interaction. That that it's it's like you're sitting down talking with friends almost, yeah. and that's. Um, it's just a great way to, to share ideas and also just kind of, um, it's it's just a different experience, a different way to consume, you know, the news of the industry and and I think we like that. Mm -hmm. we, you guys are a hardworking crew, so I think that that Depends on the week, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and honestly, I think uh, people today, I think they have a lot more trust in that model yeah. um, because they have a personal connection. They know you're not saying something because you've been paid to be and, and so you feel like an o you have an obligation to be nice. Uh, it's uh, it's a rec it's it's just like Amazon reviews and that sort of thing. You yeah. you, you seek out what uh, other people like you think about this. Yeah, and then ma that makes a whole lot of sense. I didn't think about that. So, uh, all right, uh, Steve. As we wrap up here, what's I mean, I'm, I I know manufacturers. Neither one of these have been outside their booth uh, to g except to go sleep. So except to walk over here. <laughs> walk over here. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> What have you seen? Anything that, that kind of blew you away? I, I, I unfortunately, I, I'll, I'll say I don't have as much of an appreciation for some of the new technologies as those who sell, but I, uh, but I, but I do realize that everything is being put on the network. I think that, that that's you know a pr pretty common trend. Uh, a, a lot more, a lot more companies are incorporating control. I think that that's also part of it as well. It's uh, some really nice displays, which uh, I think are, are very. Uh, uh, people can appreciate. I think that you know that we, we talked a little bit about the the big hundred and something inch uh, Vizio panel. Hundred and twenty. Yeah. Uh, pr hundred and twenty inches. Pretty impressive. 
10 <laughs> feet. Pretty impressive. Huge. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, it, it, it's it's good good to see uh, to, to see progression and, and and some innovation and uh, and and I think that in general the you know it's it's a good positive sentiment. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll get another group in here. Uh, Terry Coffee, thank you, sir. Thank you. How I appreciate it. How can people get a hold of you and or Draper? Uh, well, you can follow us on Twitter at Draper AV or at Draper Inc. Uh, we're on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google Plus, Instagram. Just search for Draper, find us. And, and Terry's uh, Terry's memes. So <laughs> yes, uh, uh, Draper e cards. That's Draper. the hashtag. Is that it? Is that it? Okay, Draper yes. e cards. I'm so also one of the Cedia tweeps, so I'm like John Siaka. So and, and Steve. And so Steve. you can follow that hashtag and and get the show news. Very cool. From all of us. All right, uh, Becky, how can people find you or or uh, Middle Atlantic? So you can find me on Twitter um, at Becky Real. That's Becky R E A L E E at the end. Uh, Middle Atlantic's at Middle Atlantic. Pretty simple. simple. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Uh, Steve, you? Uh, my website is controlconcepts.net, and uh, very easily, uh, Steve Greenblatt is uh, what I go by on uh, Twitter. So. That's crazy. Yeah. That's what do you just know? Yeah, it's just weird. But uh, ju just to chime in on the on the whole podcast idea you know, that you guys are talking about, it, it, there's no, no better medium, in my opinion, to get to know people. And, and uh, even for, you know, I, I boast all the time to people that I know, if you want to really get into the industry, you listen to the podcast for, for uh, a few months and you start to get to know people. Yeah. And that, that's really the effectiveness of it. And, and as well as learning about the industry, but, but you'll, you'll know somebody before you actually meet them in person. And, and that's the beauty of podcasts. So. Yeah, it's very personal. I mean, people, it's, it's very hard to be fake. Um, you know, Terry can talk about this on the, on the radio, it, which is a podcast that's kind of an evolution of that. Your, your personality is going to come through and, and how who you are and how you are is going to come through. So, yeah, absolutely. In that case, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. So. All right, guys, I'll let you get back to, to work, and, and we'll get some more, more folks on here. All right, as we wrap up our time here at Cedia 2015, um, we've got Uncle Richie back just because, you know, I like Uncle Richie. <laughs> can I, can, I'm gonna and we it. had to sit through Matt. I'm going to have to tell a story on, on <laughs> Uncle Richie. So I wrote a blog a couple weeks ago about screwing up when you when you work for your friends. And let me tell you what this story <laughs> So <laughs> I'm not going to go through all the ugly details. Needless to say, Saturday morning, I've got this giant program that I'm not prepared to do. And I email Uncle Richie going, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. You've got to help me. <laughs> So Richie, on a freaking Saturday morning, gets on the phone, gets on TeamViewer with me, and talks me off the ledge. So thank you, sir. You are it's welcome. It is my pleasure. It's, it, it's freaking what you did. So. <laughs> More than once we've done that. So all right. Uh, also with us is my buddy Matt Scott from Omega Audio Video. Hey, how you doing? Also an AV or a, a CD tweet. That too. So, and Victoria Ferrari from, from Synergy CT. How are you? Great. Uh, let's start with you, actually, because you are just like Jennifer. You you've lived and, and breathed, and your your AV life has been primarily commercial. Correct. Right now, let's let's qualify that Stewart Film, which you did work for for a time. Yeah. They do residential as well. Right. High end residential. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because everybody loves a Stewart Film screen. Screen. It's just not everybody has the money for a film Stewart Film screen. So, uh, so this is your first studio. Right. So what is what is your impression coming from the commercial world in, into here? It's interesting. I was, I'm impressed. You know, I really, I like it. Um, I feel like it's, uh, 
it, it feels like Infocom, you know, it's a, a little smaller, but it definitely, you know, it's, it's cool to imagine that the integrators that are in this space are pretty much small integrators. They're all, you know, very, very small, you know, compared to some of the larger integrators in commercial. And still, these uh, vendors, these manufacturers go all out for them, too, you know? So it's cool to think to think of that. And I think it's a great, I think it's a, a great show. I can see how, you know, it's the Infocom of, of residential. Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, Mr. Scott, what did you, uh, what's one or two things that you've seen that just kind of knocked your socks off? That's a good question. You know what, I had had a lot of things that I found that I really loved, uh, specifically some of the 4K laser, hot, like super high-end, fitting with those Stewart film screens, the super high-end commercial grade uh, home cinema experiences. Those were fantastic. Loved those. Again, they don't really hit my market, but man, they were cool to walk into or, or crash, depending how you want to look at it. <laughs> uh, no people shall be mentioned in that. Um, the other thing that was kind of a last minute thing that kind of blew my mind was I was walking into the Lutron booth to just say hi to an old friend. I wasn't even going to spend really any time in there per se. Um, and all of a sudden I turn around and there's this huge projection screen looking thing. And I'm like, what the heck is this? And they developed a 12 by 12 battery powered shade. Okay. It's gigantic. So we, sh we sell a lot of shades. We sell a lot of their triathlon battery powered shades. Normally, you don't even, even though it'll go to 8x8, you don't do 8x8 because it's just, it's too much. They went nuts and went with a 12x12. Okay, but how big is that battery, though? I mean, good lord. It is. It comes with the optional Tesla battery. <laughs> 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 it has to. I mean, seriously. No, I, mean, I, I believe he told me that. And again, I, I may be wrong on the number, but I believe it's like 18 batteries or something. So it's a, it's, it's a ton of batteries. But again, I uh, about two months ago, I quoted a project where they were almost finished construction, drywall's done, finish was done, paint was going in, and they realized they didn't do shades. They wanted shades. So we had to provide the option of motorized shades and ripping your walls open. They declined to do that because they didn't want to rip the walls, so they ended up going with you know, hand-powered cranks. I could have put this shade in if I had it because of its size. You could get away with that. The crazy thing is they're getting three to five years out of that, two up, two down. Seriously. Seriously. And that's the stuff that, you know, it's not super sexy. It's not super AV-ish. But from an automation standpoint and the fact of, you know, even three years out of, I don't care if it's 25 batteries. Three years out of that is phenomenal in that size. So do you do you, do you get a service contract to go change those? Batteries? Probably because it, it's going to be monstrous. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Rich, something that we that came down yesterday morning um, was the unfortunate closing of of IA International, and it, it wasn't just a hey guys we're having trouble we're going to you know cease operations and a, and a nice quiet. Yes. We, we, we it called it, yeah, it was not what we would call a graceful exit. No, it was a get the heck out, we're locking in the doors. Talk a bit about the fact that, that and, and God bless them, you know, good for them for, for, uh, for um, trying something out and trying something new and trying to be a, a big residential player. There's not a Whitlock of, of resi. There's not 
an AVI SPL, a, a residential, and we can argue and debate about whether or not those two companies are, are good in what they are. Why is that? The our, that one, our industry is not as mature as the commercial industry. Okay. It's just, in terms of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Uh, I'm still <laughs> immature, so I'm still like really There are immature. other ways to take that. <laughs> I've met some of these, you know, never mind. Um, the, the commercial, I think what attracts, just in terms of personality profiles from commercial, again, you treat your work different than you treat your home. Mm -hmm. And typically, the smaller companies themselves did not take a lot of, uh, uh, at times when I, I would meet the commercial side of the business, and I, and I still do commercial, um, their career path tends to come more from a business-oriented approach. It's, it is a process. CDO, when we started out, it was, it was rock and roll. It was like, man, we're, you know, it's like, I need to get a day gig because my band's not covering it. Um, and and it, you, it 25 years ago, it's like you know, it, like John said, we're standing on the shoulders of giants. It was it, mad scientists. These guys were inventing this stuff. We we invented an industry out of nothing. It was just like somebody said, "I need some speakers." You know, they had their stereo, and one day somebody said, "Wow, it'd be really nice if I could play them outside," or "Wow, it'd be really nice if I didn't have these speakers sitting on the floor." And lo and behold, there comes an industry. So. I think what happened is that with, especially with the Cedia channel, Cedia is a, a solutions-driven approach for fun. Wow. <laughs> and Ben Ben should hire you. <laughs> just. <laughs> and because of that, I, I find that the personalities that are attracted to it, you get personalities oh, yeah. in this industry. I found that starting out, they've grown, and we do have some larger companies, but again, it, as compared to the scale of commercial, yeah. um, I think that what we're trying to focus on right now is the business of doing business. That is one of the, 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 the in terms of the, the, the directives, and, and, and I, I think Vinny would, would talk about, is that that's, that's the membership side of it, is that we are trying to help us as an industry get it out of our adolescence and into kind of becoming grown-ups within that. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's because of those personalities, because again, when you're dealing with a homeowner, as opposed to a technology manager, as much as your technical prowess has to be matched by your charisma, I've found. Mm -hmm. And with that personality and that mindset, trying to get those personalities into a cohesive form to have multiple projects and process and everything else, it, it, it's alchemy, you know? It's just, and we, we haven't quite cracked that formula yet. I, I mean, I wish I knew. I mean, we had another experience of a kind of a, kind of a merging of a super group that it was like uh, in, the, in the Midwest, in the Minneapolis area, in the Chicago area around, I would say like 2006, um, met kind of the same results. And so we really had high hopes for this to be a sign of it. And what's happening right now because of this unfortunate incident is that we, we, there's going to be a series of affluent customers who are not going to be happy right now. So as an industry, we're actually going to have to cover the hole that, that, that's come in. And yeah. um, you know, I, I, I see it happening again for the right reasons 
as our industry continues to mature. I, and I think that's where we're getting right now. We're in that tweener point and somebody's got to be the first. And I think that's really what it came down to. They tried and everybody's kind of waiting for somebody to fail. Um, and when they saw that happen, they're a little bit more gun shy. So, um, and, and, and commercial is easier to standardize. Residential is you're dealing with personality, you're dealing with the home, you're dealing with the lifestyle. You're, you are at times, you're as much a psychotherapist as you are a technologist. <laughs> <laughs> um, when when you, you are inside somebody's home, you're, I mean, you are in their safe zone. Um, and I don't, and it doesn't always work out from the custom side of things to, that's, that's hard to put into a formula. Um, to create 50 huddle spaces, you know, no, no houses are similar, but no two houses are alike. Yeah, and, well, and I think sense. I think the other factor of it too is that, you know, in commercial, it's not hard to find a company that has 30 offices scattered across the Midwest, or you know, go into heck, go into an insurance, you know, brand and do a meeting space or a huddle space, as you said, in every single branch of their offices. In residential, you're not even often going to find a single subdivision where you can get into every home, let alone be able to build a brand and build a, you know, quote unquote, a national company that does, like there aren't even, there are very few national builders, let alone guys that are having that kind of uh, clout to hit that many markets over that size. It's it's something where I, I I don't want to say we'll never get there, but I don't think the high-end, the high-end custom side of it will ever get there. I think it's too unique of a market, and the clients are too unique. Unless you have some client who owns, you know, Donald Trump level of uh, property in several <laughs> places, and they just want the one, <laughs> the yeah, one, the guy, one guy, the one person. All right, guys. Uh, Victoria, how can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, uh, Victoria0429, or LinkedIn, or. G plus anywhere or Aviation. I blog exists. sometimes there. Yes, she does. <laughs> You're blogging this this month for us, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Of course. Um, Matt Scott, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Matt D Scott, uh, or pretty much Google that. Google Matt D Scott. Yeah, pretty much. All right, that works good. pretty well. Uh, his, his hair at some point will make it. Yeah, yeah my hair, hair will make it, it back. It will make it back. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, my name is Tom Albright. Uh, don't don't follow me or Google me. Uh, there's no telling what you'll get. Uh, but go by the website if you would please, avnation.tv, avnation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. Uh, it is October, so we're in the middle of, Oct of, of AV month. Uh, our editor-in-chief, Josh Schrago, has been working his tail to the bone Sprago. Um, to, <laughs> to edit uh, 31 pieces in 31 days. So check that out if you would please. Uh, lots of cool new programs coming down the pipeline uh, as well as this that we do every week. So avnation.tv, avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. This has been AV Week.